to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives, and I have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Susie Burke on the line, and she is the founder and CEO over at Cameron Consulting. Susie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. I'm really pleased to be talking with you. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Cameron Consulting and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, when I graduated from college, I became a classroom teacher for seven years. And I loved it, but I, I'm very mentally uh, curious and um, mm. interested in really stretching myself and challenging myself. And I somehow felt that there must be more. So I went back to school, I went back to Columbia, and I got a PhD in organizational development, which is the study really of, of groups and organizations. And I was given an opportunity to be an intern at Xerox Corporation. So I grabbed it. I was doing some really interesting work in the organizational development department at corporate headquarters and just fell in love. You know, my dad mm. worked in advertising for most of his life. He was a madman, actually, on Madison Avenue. And I was mm. fearful of business because I felt like – you know, when I was a little kid, I was asleep before I came home. He was gone by the time I woke up. So that didn't seem like a good life to me. Mm-hmm. But the work at Xerox is so interesting and so challenging um, that I couldn't resist. <laughs> and wow. that was the beginning. You know, when you work for a company as big as Xerox, when I was there, it was 100,000 people, $18 billion, a Fortune 20 company. There are lots of different opportunities to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. So every time I was just sort of getting settled into a job, they would say, you know, we've got this other opportunity for you. So I worked in HR, in customer service, in quality, in operations. I had a whole variety of of jobs with ever-increasing responsibilities um, and just found it a fabulous place to work. Interesting, fun, challenging, exciting. I loved it. And when I, you know, I was working actually in New York City but living far away. So I'd go to the city on Monday morning, come out on Friday night. And at that point, um, I was in my early 50s. And it was just, it was hard on my family, and, you know, I, I was financially secure, so I retired at 52 and spent a little bit of time volunteering where I lived, uh, and then decided to, to become an entrepreneur. And my husband's Brazilian, so we started two nonprofit really businesses, uh, mm-hmm. fair trade businesses, importing and selling Brazilian art Glass, uh, soapstone, jewelry, sculptures, all sorts of paintings, amazing stuff. Wow. And, yeah, it was it was really interesting. And at the same time, I was really interested in continuing my – I was an internal consultant um, a lot at Xerox just by nature of the work that I did. And I wanted to start a consulting practice. So I did that, and I started Cameron Consulting, which has been wow. really interesting, challenging, and fun for me. But I've had a really kind of a zigzag path to get where I am. I love your story, and one of the things I like <laughs> about it is is that you have so you have such an interesting vantage point. I mean, everything from witnessing, you know, um, as a, as, a, as as a you know child, you know, the Mad Men era of advertising, right. which was it, it right. really invented a lot of what we know today. Like everything post industrial revolution, basically in terms right. of marketing right. and things that was happening at that point. 
And so right. not only did you have those, but now you had the experience of the vantage point of Xerox when they were on top. And so that's right. like a whole nother vantage point. So obviously from, you know, your hindsight and your current place that you're at now, there's some, there's some people that are maybe just graduating college and there's some people that are maybe a couple years into their career that are listening to this right now. Um, what kind of advice would you give them on starting their career, again, having the benefit of your 2020 um, hindsight? I think the first thing I would say is pay attention to how you show up. If you're at the table, be at the table. If you're in the room, be in the room. Um, you know, I do a lot of work in the, with the people I coach on executive presence. And people have these really big jobs with lots of responsibility, and they, they're so smart and they're so capable and so knowledgeable and can add so much value to their companies. But they're timid um, about speaking up and, and speaking out. So I think it's really important um, to let people know right from the start that you add value in whatever you're doing. And if you sit quietly and um, don't ever share your ideas with people, it's hard for them to, to know what you're thinking. So I would say don't be, you know, don't hide your light under a bushel. Um, really pay attention to how you how you show up, how you appear, how people perceive you. <clears throat> Uh, the other piece of advice I would offer is um, to believe in yourself. My first job at Xerox, I was the manager of the Corporate Competency Center for Attitude, Service, and Selection Testing. We surveyed 100,000 employees a year, and it, it was really important to the company. And the first time I was called to the boardroom to share the results of the, the surveys, I was a like, new manager, right? <laughs> what did I know? But um, I walked into this boardroom with a huge mahogany table, probably 20. 30 chairs around the table, another 25 or 30 along the wall. And I walked in and I stopped at the door for a minute to kind of get my bearings. And there were some empty seats at the table. And there were empty seats along the wall. And there were some people, kind of my peers, who were sitting at the, along the wall. And I thought to myself, you know what? If I do that, they're going to think that I don't belong. So I went and sat at the table. I sat near the front. When the person who was before me was presenting, I found ways to ask useful questions. And I think because I acted like I belonged, people thought that I did. Mm. And if I could only encourage people to do that, you know, to have confidence in yourself, to believe in yourself, there's hardly any mistake that's fatal. Go for it. I love that. I love that. And it's and it's so true. And I I, I mean it's I don't know what it is. Some people just go sit at the table intuitively. Some have to be coached into doing it. Some had to see. I just always had dumb luck. I was just, I saw a student and I just went for it. And, and, and yep. sometimes that got me in a lot of trouble, just to be honest. Yep. I mean, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That's the, that's the, I didn't know that was the president's chair or the chairman or whoever the, you know, was running the company. I didn't know I was in the wrong seat, but okay, I'll right. move. <laughs> didn't mean any disrespect. I was just kind of naive and I still am. I just intuitively go to the wrong chair that I think. Maybe shouldn't be in, or maybe it's for me now. But um, that being said, some people need to be coached into that. But either way, whether you're one of those people that intuitively do it or then keep doing it, if you're one of those people that don't do it and just go to the wall, just, just like, get out of your comfort zone. You will be exactly. completely surprised with just going to that. Maybe that's your sign. If you're that person that always goes to the to the wall and it makes you uncomfortable to go to the table, then maybe that's your side to let to that uncomfortableness really be your hand that guides your decision, possibly not just there, but in other aspects of your life because there's something there. 
Like, so you really hit exactly. on something important. I, I love what you said, Susie. Um, exactly. Just, you know, that just for one minute. I was scared please. to death when I walked in that room. Hmm. It wasn't easy for me, but I felt, you know what, if I'm going to be here, I might as well be here. And go for it. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen, right? Yeah, worst thing that's, that, that, that happened is they tell you to move. That's literally it. It's okay, good. That's right. Okay, sorry. I'll, but, I'll, go, to the, I'll go to the corner. <laughs> but one, you know, that's to me a great question because I think if you, when you're afraid of something, if you say to yourself, what's the very worst thing that could happen? Usually it's nothing. Usually Fantastic. it's nothing. Let's switch it up. I want to I talk more about what you're doing as founder and CEO over at Cameron Consulting. So what kind of clients do you take on? What kind of things are you helping up with? Uh, most of my clients are mid-tier, uh, Russell 2000. Um, a billion dollars and up, um, some smaller. And I do a lot with leadership development and training and coaching. Um, I, because of my, my psychology background, I'm really interested in people. And I feel like helping good leaders become great leaders can make a huge difference in a company's bottom line. Mm. Um, I, I care about my clients. I, I get, um, really interested in their success. And because of my experience as an executive, I can not only help them with their leadership skills, but I often have perspective on how they're approaching their businesses. And that, for me, leads to some interesting conversations, uh, g- good, deep relationships. And and I feel, based on their success, I feel successful. So I do, you know, I do a lot with leadership development and executive coaching. I'm also really interested in... Um, I've done a lot of work in culture change and change management. And I think these days when organizations are changing so quickly, it's vital that organizations be agile, that they understand uh, how their employees are feeling. Because quite frankly, if your employees aren't going along with you, that change isn't going to happen. And, you know, I've got a lot of tools that enable uh, clients to really understand how their employees are thinking, how that, resistant level of middle managers are thinking, what their pain points are, what their objections are, and put together a comprehensive strategy that lets them fight those things and really, you know, work work to create support and engagement around the way the company needs to be rather than how it is today. That's awesome. Uh, so if somebody's listening to this, Susie, and they want more information on Cameron Consulting or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? Probably LinkedIn is the easiest, Susie Burke at LinkedIn.com. Fantastic. So, Susie, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and also the great work that you're doing over at Cameron Consulting. So thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Susie, thanks again for coming on the show. 